0: What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad.
0: Hello, Meredith. Um, This is always the favorite episode of uh, the show. Not that I get to watch the show all the time, but uh, I always enjoy watching how fathers deal with uh, people coming into their house and uh, asking for permission to see uh, if they can proceed with their daughter.
1: Yeah, this is... uh... Probably the episode I have been most looking forward to talking about with you because you have your people on this show. You know, my people have been well represented and now the dads are showing up. So I'm excited to get your take. The
0: the dads are my people. These are my people. So, you know, and I scratch my head and wonder why these people would let uh, their daughters actually go onto The Bachelor. But since they have, let's discuss it.
1: Okay. So should we get into it?
0: Let's get into it. What, uh, tell me what your highlights were.
1: I had very few highlights of this show. Um, so these are kind of stretches. First, um, I thought it was sweet. Kelsey saying, I love you to Peter. She was my favorite out of the top four. So I thought I thought it was a, a tender moment. However, Peter did not look that enthused about it, which was unfortunate. So other than that, Peter, we got a lot of dancing Peter at the Hunter Hayes concert and basketball playing Peter, and he's not really great at either of those things. So I was just curious what you thought he was worse at.
0: Well, I I thought they might have spliced it up a little bit to make his basketball seem a little bit better than it was. I, I think you and I are both on record for saying that his dancing leaves much to be desired, although you know, I think he has a lot of dad- dancing uh dad dancing potential there but uh you know for for my highlight you know i wrote down go tough dads because two of the dads weren't uh weren't didn't didn't have much to do with uh, peter you know uh, madison's dad and hannah ann's dad you know hannah's hannah ann's dad looked like his head was about to explode at at certain points as he was uh, at dinner and, and listening to the conversation. And then I, I would say that uh, I enjoyed when he was asking where Peter was with the other young ladies. And, and Peter says, I'm falling in love with her. And, And he was very quick to say, I'd rather you not say you're in love with her unless you mean it. Don't waste that word, you know, but, Later in the date, Peter does say it anyway to Hannah Ann. And and like you said, I thought it was noticeable that he did not say it to Kelsey. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, my, well, son, my... I don't
1: even see any connection between Peter and Hannah Ann. It makes no sense to me. It's like, I feel like watching them talk is very... It's just dead air. I don't get it.
0: Well, I, I, I thought that... Um, uh, if If Peter at this point doesn 't end up with Hannah Ann after saying the love word that hannah ann 's dad, who 's a forester or something, is going to come after Peter with one of those axes that they were throwing at the at the uh, axe throwing situation you know and the other the other highlight for me, and I thought it would be a highlight for you was I hope you noted at, at dinner with Madison they have a special plate, which is something that our family used to do when we were at home where one of us would have the special plate and the rest of the family would have to say nice things about us and they do the same thing didn't didn't that warm your heart
1: no I thought it it seemed a little awkward actually to me and uh I'm really glad that that tradition has not kept up in our family so because if you guys did that when I brought a boy home I would be very very embarrassed.
0: Well, you know, embarrassment is just part of our, our duties. So uh, the mom and I will make note of that uh, for when you bring that special boy home. So,
1: all right. So should we go to our lows?
0: Let's please go to the lows.
1: My low, my first one is Peter being awful at reading women. Um, he thought meeting Madison's parents went really well and he was so excited about it. And then the music just starts getting lower and you can see Madison is less than thrilled about it. And she's like, you know, I can't really say I love you to Peter yet. I don't know if our souls are on the same page or something like that. And Peter's over here like, this was great. Like, I love Madison so much. Like, I know she just had a great, great time on this date. And it's, it's just like polar opposite ends of the scale there. And I, I feel bad for him because he's just really not good at being The Bachelor,
0: I, I agree with you. Uh, you, you he's he, he doesn't have a lot of sense of what's going on around him, um, and and I agree with you that that uh, meeting Madison's family. I, I think that was a tough one. That would have been tough for any young man coming into that family. They're they're a very tight knit family. Uh, they're a family that that uh, has a lot of faith and and religion plays an important part in their family and. I, I think that's a that's a tough one. I will say that you know I put this under lowlights, and I don't you, you you might consider it a highlight. I don't know, but the fact that Madison's family was uh, doing a toast with sweet tea at uh, dinner, you know, that to me, yeah, I, I just found myself thinking, how the hell did these parents even let her go on this show? Yeah this this seems this seems so strange to me that this sort of family. Which seems so tight knit, seems to to take faith so importantly. Would say, hey, that's a good idea, honey. Why don't you go on the Bachelor show with you know you know twenty five other girls and and this one guy and see if he's the special one? Just doesn't seem to to fit for me. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's fair. I I got weird vibes from Madison's family. Her dad looks like he's simultaneously fifteen and fifty five. Um, yeah, he he, I, ma-
0: I, he made me feel older than I think I need to feel. He he looks he looks pretty youthful.
1: Yeah, so I I don't know I I thought her her hometown date was fine. Her parents seemed definitely more into it than Hannah Ann's, so that was good. But. I think it's fair that none of the parents or, or the, at least Madison's parents weren't, you know, gung ho, like, yes, I totally think this is a great idea. And I think that's what really caused her to step back from Peter and be like, Oh, not so sure about you anymore. My parents don't approve, which like they just met the guy. So it's understandable.
0: Well, and
1: so my,
0: I'm just going to say, I don't, my my second second low, I, don't, I don't watch this stuff as much as you do, but it just seems like the times that I've watched in previous years, the, the families seem to be more embracing of this bachelor coming into their homes and saying, Oh, it's so wonderful to meet you and, and everything. So it, it just seems to me that uh, the families didn't act like that so much this time. But anyway, what's your other low?
1: Um, my other low is Peter said that he couldn't think of a more fitting date Then he and Kelsey making a bottle of wine together, which I think was a very big missed opportunity because they should have been making their own bottle of champagne. Like, obviously, that is what we know Kelsey for champagne gate. But if they're uh, if, if Peter thinks that wine is the way to go with her, that's fine. I just I think we missed out there.
0: Um, that, that, that would have been fun to see and and uh, to play on the whole Champagne Gate Champagne Girl thing. The only thing either, the only other thing I wrote down was it was sort of related to Victoria F's uh, date and. And hometown was just she sucks. Peter's just so poor on the timing, you know that. You know, I I, I guess he runs into mystery <laughs> blonde girl, and she says, "Hey, you better watch out for this person." And you know, as opposed to waiting until after he meets the family and going through those motions, he he blows up the date early, and it, you know, I, I yeah, you know, we can we can debate about whether or not. Uh, having Victoria even in this show at this point in time is right, but you know, to me, Peter is like, yeah, you know, we're going to the trouble to bring you to town. The family's all there. At least go through the silly date, and and then if you want to discuss this with uh, Victoria, do it. So bad timing on on his part.
1: Yeah, I have a lot to say about Victoria. Do you have any other lows before I get into it, though?
0: (laughs) Let's get into your right reasons and wrong reasons or your Victoria reasons or however you want to classify this.
1: If we want to go into Victoria, let's start with wrong reasons, because I, I would like to give a disclaimer first that I don't personally know Victoria. And there is a slight chance that she is a good person and she's just getting represented poorly on this show. So what I'm going to say is about the character that is portrayed on The Bachelor, not necessarily about her as a person. I'm I'm, I'm afraid
0: of where you're going now, but go ahead.
1: Her character, like, I just hate her. She is like, why guys think that girls are crazy and manipulative because she's fucking crazy and manipulative. And She gets called out for being an awful person. She has nothing to say for herself because she knows it's true. She completely ignores all of these allegations. Like she just cries because she's upset and got caught. And so instead of like trying to actually talk to Peter, she's going to do what she does best and be rude and condescending toward him and cry and walk away and hope that he chases her. Like I'm just so done with her. I do not understand why she got a rose over Kelsey. The only reason I can think of is that Peter just wants to bang her. So if she makes top two, I will be totally shocked. Or as my best friend Hannah Brown says, very befumbled by that move. It makes no sense. She should be gone. That's my rant.
0: Well, that's that's a, a you know a little bit of an R-rated rant, and we'll have to see if we have to edit any of that out. But uh,
1: I apologize for the language.
0: Okay, well, uh, but she,
1: I, I feel passionately about it, and I'm like, I think this is the first time ever that we've had a hometown date where the lead didn't actually go meet the family. Like, if you were in that situation and you had like been prepared for me to bring Peter home. And and instead, we just have a big fight in the driveway and he drives off. Like, what would your thoughts be? would be like, we just got all of this crap ready and this kid's not even going to come into our house.
0: Well, and, and, and but, also- but but see, I put some of that on Peter and that even if he had if he wanted to have this discussion to me, he should have done it at the end of the evening after he met the family. But anyway, I mean, yes. I, 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 I can't argue with you about the crazy factor. But as I've said on the podcast before, I sort of felt that both Victoria and Kelsey had a little bit of the crazy factor, and one of the things I did note uh, during the Kelsey hometown date was Kelsey's mom telling Peter, "When Kelsey loves, she loves like no other." And to me, I was sort of reading between the lines, saying she's high strung and crazy, so you better watch your ass. Um, so I, I she did
1: not seem high strung at all this week. She seemed very mature.
0: Did you ever see the the, the movie Fatal Attraction with Glenn Close?
1: I have no idea what you're talking
0: about. Well, I'm, I'm the, the dads out there have probably seen it. But you know, she strikes me, you know, go watch that movie, Fatal Attraction, Glenn Close. I think that Kelsey could be that sort of person. And and that's an awful thing for me to say. I've not met Kelsey. I'm sure that maybe she's a very fine person. I just think she's a little – I think she's Look, got the not tendency to be Kelsey emotional. Look, we're not bashing Kelsey this
1: episode. We are bashing Victoria. All get right. on this train or get out, Okay.
0: Okay. My last
1: comment about Victoria, this is part of my wrong reasons, doesn't really relate to her. But are Victoria's parents not in that house watching and listening to this whole meltdown? Like, can they not hear her yelling and crying? Are they just going to be, like, pretending everything's okay? Or are they peeking out from the windows?
0: Good question. And and you probably watched the sort of end piece where they were sitting around sort of waiting and, and – uh, Joking about nana kisses. And uh, so, so I, I must think that that maybe was taken before any of the fighting began. Maybe, maybe Victoria was out there waiting. But I, I think that must have something to do with editing and that obviously Victoria's mom came out quickly to console her after Peter drove away. So they, they must have had some sense of what's going on.
1: So do you have any wrong reasons you'd like to speak on other well, than Victoria?
0: Well, the other thing I'll say about uh, Victoria is if you really are serious about, and and this is before the evening part of the day, but if you're serious about having some sort of – uh, intimate date with uh, this this fellow that might be on the verge of proposing to you or whatnot don 't bring the dog along. The dog seemed to be uh, getting in the way a lot uh, early in the date you know, they 're trying to do certain things She did
1: not care about the dog
0: you know, the, the dog is slobbering and, and, and just sort of being a pain in the butt, and they have to take the dog into their little photo shoot thing anyway i, I, I was i, I didn 't like that
1: Victoria saw Peter and the dog ran away, and she had no idea.
0: Yeah. And so do, you, do you have any right reasons for this episode?
1: My right reason goes to blurry face Marissa. I think that uh, she's the only one warning Peter about how nuts Victoria is. And I'm not even going to say snitches get stitches because she's not even part of this show. But she's 100 percent right. And it's totally necessary because he's too blinded by how much he wants to bang her to realize that she's awful.
0: Well, and, and I, I found that whole thing just a little bit strange, how she happened to be there, but they did blur out her face, so I, I guess she perhaps didn't give permission for the show to actually use her, at least use her image. Um, so so fair enough there. Uh, right reasons. I go back to the protective dads who are uh, Hannah Ann's dad saying, don't use the word love lightly, and Madison's dad, the... Uh, saying hey it's my job to protect my daughter you know watch your ass uh, pilot pete so you know t- to me those dads were operating from the right reasons you know the rest of them not so much
1: which dad did you feel that you related to most
0: i think i would have been a little more f- oh, well number one i don't think i would have been happy with you being on this show in the first place
1: okay we're moving past that though
0: I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know which of those dads. I think you would like to to
1: tell people and believe that you would be like Hannah Ann's dad and be very against it and like very expressionless and just kind of like big and angry, but you would not be rude to him. You would be, you would be nice and you would be
0: welcoming. Perhaps, you know, I, I think I I think I, you and I would have had the, the knockdown drag out fight just about whether you were going to be on the show. I think that's where our issues would have occurred. You know, if, if you, yeah, but
1: you would have been so happy to see me after six weeks, you would have just let it all go. Well,
0: and and I think this just this just goes to sh- this goes to show how daughters can put their fathers on their little fingers and twist them around and make them do just about anything. I think that's probably one of the lessons of like the show. watch The
1: Bachelor and have a podcast
0: about it. Anyway, uh, who's your uh, MVP of the episode?
1: Um, Kelsey. Kelsey is my MVP. She genuinely cared about Peter, saw a future with him. She had a good date. Her family liked him. It's really all you could ask for a hometown date, Peter Weber, but you don't seem interested. So I, I think Kelsey would make a good bachelorette. I was also quite impressed with how well she handled getting dumped. Thought it was pretty ironic that her dumping is probably the least emotional we've seen her basically this whole show, but I think it was probably shock. But uh, I was proud of her for not crying in front of him like... She can do way
0: better well she's probably been crying and so, Kelsey she's been crying for the few months since then I suspect but I, I did think you're I, I agree with you that she handled that that particular piece of it well and uh, so it, you know you, you've asked a few times about predictions of who's going to be the Bachelorette Here is my hot take I think that Madison is going to end up being the bachelorette because this whole waiting, waiting uh, until I'm married is going to blow her up her candidacy to, to win Peter's heart to coming up. And they're going to go and say, Hey, we need a virginal bachelorette and, and they're going to take uh, Madison. No, we
1: don't. We just had a virgin bachelor. You don't know this cause you aren't really and you haven't watched a ton of past seasons, but the last bachelor Colton was a virgin. It was so annoying. We don't need that again. I do agree that Madison will not be winning because of her virginity and her ultimatum that we see her giving Peter. But I, I will not be interested in a Madison bachelorette.
0: And just one other uh, thing that I noticed regarding the, the three women that are going forward, none of them is a blonde. And he sent yeah. Kel- Peter
1: has a type.
0: Yeah, Kelsey. That that might have played into his decision with Kelsey. He might not be that as into blondes. So I don't know. I, I'll throw that one. I at would
1: hope too. that at the point of like meeting everyone's families, that hair color is not the deciding factor anymore.
0: I put nothing by Peter. He doesn't seem to be the the, the deepest thinker out there. So I don't know. So are you ready? Yeah, that's fair. Are you ready for me to share my fatherly advice?
1: Yeah, hit me with
0: it. Okay, number one, this is directed to you and and your people, the non-dads out there. Youngsters, don't be looking for love on a reality TV show. Just, just bad, you know, just don't do it. That's not how you find love. This is, you know, it, it's not good. So don't do that. Parents, fathers, if your daughter brings someone home, who is dating three other women and plans to give them a test drive on the next episode, throw them out of your house immediately. You know, what they, what, what, what this guy's coming in saying, I love your daughter, but I'm dating three other girls. Don't worry, I'm going to sleep with them all and then decide which one I'm going with. Don't, that's not cool. Come on. Not cool.
1: Well, he's not sleeping with Madison, so her dad should be very happy.
0: Last piece of fatherly advice. If you do find yourself entertaining a suitor in this situation, don't serve iced tea. Strong alcohol is the only way you're going to get through the evening. So throw away the iced tea. Nice. You know, have some bourbon, have some wine, whatever is your drink of choice. But to That's get... That's definitely
1: to, the best way to get through family affairs.
0: To, to, to get through this situation, I would... I would be leaning on my friend, Mr. Bourbon, at this point in time. So that's, that's my fatherly advice for this, uh, for this week.
1: I like that fatherly advice.
0: You're welcome. And, and all our so, listeners are welcome, and I hope they go out to the TheMesh.tv and subscribe to our podcast and look at all the other podcasts that are out there.
1: Yes, you subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast, and you can follow us on Instagram. And my dad watches The Bachelor. No spaces, no underscores, just straight straight across. We've got some premium content from our social media manager. She is very into memes, so it's it's a good laugh. I highly recommend following it, especially as you watch the show Monday nights. She's got some some good stuff coming out there for you to enjoy during the commercials.
0: I agree. Um, It's a good follow. So even the dads will enjoy it.
1: Yes. Yes. It's, it's quite entertaining. So with that, um, we hope you come back next week. We, we are going to be talking fantasy suites. So that will be interesting and uncomfortable to discuss with a dad. (laughs) <laughs> so I don't even know what to say anymore. I just feel awkward already. Well, I, it's um, going to so get yeah, it's going to get
0: worse next week. Don't worry, honey. It's we we'll yeah. yeah, well, I'm sure I'll have getting some worse pre-
1: before it gets better. I, I'm
0: sure I'll have some pretty good fatherly advice for you next week. Don't worry.
1: Great. Great. Okay. Well, make sure to come back next week to hear all of our bachelor perspectives from the right reasons and my dad's.